and welcome to the My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In this week's episode, we take a look at China's newly released fiscal policy plans for 2021 and how this will affect the country's iron ore and steel demand in the months ahead. But first, a rundown of the news of the week. The city of Tongshan has issued new production restrictions on four steel enterprises found, to be, found not to be compliant with earlier restrictions during the two sessions in neighboring Beijing. This has been perceived as a punitive measure in response to surprise inspections by the government's Ministry of Ecology and Environment earlier this month. The new restrictions will uh, commence at midnight on March 20th and will last until the end of 2021, affecting production at 23 integrated mills across the city of Tongshan. MySteel expects a total iron ore demand uh, total iron ore demand to fall by 35.6 million tons as a result of these restrictions. China's public revenue reached 4.2 trillion yuan in the first two months of 2021, up 18.7% on year according to the country's Ministry of Finance. Revenue has now been restored to its pre-COVID-19 levels, and this is indicative of the country's rapid economic recovery. Though projections for Chinese steel demand are robust for, in 2021, there, there remain some doubts in about the second half of this year. This according to China Iron Ore and Steel Association President Wang Yinsheng, who recently spoke uh, at, to over 1,000 delegates at the 2021 International Iron Ore Market Seminar in Qingdao on Thursday. In his address, Wang warned about a potential decline in demand from the property sector between July and December, as well as a potential decline in the export of manufactured goods during this time. Chinese exported steel prices are on the rise. This comes amid a general rise in the global price of flats and rumors of a potential cut to Chinese export tax rebates moving forward. The export prices of hot rolled coil, galvanized steel, and medium plate all rose by $15 per ton on March 23rd as a result. The blast furnace capacity among 247 Chinese blast furnaces rose to 88.3% on March 25th, up from over one, up over one, point, one percentage point compared to that of the previous week. This comes amid improved profit margins and the rise in demand that is typical for early spring in this country. A working paper from the recently convened two sessions in Beijing projects modest growth in government spending for 2021. Here to discuss fiscal policy for this year and how it will affect China's broader economy and specifically iron ore and steel demand is Hannah Young, an analyst at My Steel Fairness Analysis. Hannah, thank you for joining us. How does this compare to previous years? For the general trend of Chinese physical policy in 2021, we believe that there is not going to be a swift turn this year, which means that the physical policy will remain expansionary in 2021, but the expansion will be limited to some extent. So we'll see growth, but at a reduced rate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why is the government increasing spending this year uh, with talks of liquidity in the market, people were concerned. Uh, it is doing it at a reduced rate, but why are we seeing this expansion? 
actually in 2020 to help the economy rec recovery under the COVID-19, China adopts kind of extraordinary proactive expansionary physical policy last year. But as the epidemic is gradually under control, it seems to be the time to control the expansion speed of the physical policy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're seeing some expansion. Uh, but and there are some lingering effects from COVID, particularly in the consumer economy. But the the need isn't there to expand at quite that rate. Uh, so with fiscal policy expanding, what are we seeing in terms of monetary policy in twenty twenty one? By contrast, uh, in the government work reports, the government states that it will keep prudent monetary policy in twenty twenty one and to be flexible and target at a reasonable and appropriate level. We believe that there will be some kind of withdrawal of some positive politics in 2021, but the government will carefully give the priority to serving the real economy and balance the needs of promoting economic recovery and preventing risks. Okay, so to, to cut through that a little bit, I guess we could say that we're going to see a little bit of tightening from the PBOC this year, uh, potentially more on the horizon. Uh, are we seeing any changes uh, with regard to the issuance of special purpose bonds, the money that's earmarked for that uh, among China's cities and provinces? Yes, the main difference from 2020 is that the special purpose bonds to fight the epidemic will no longer be issued this year. As a result, a total of 3.65 trillion yuan of local government special purpose bonds will be issued in this year. The number for last year was 3.75 trillion. Furthermore, the scope of the use for such bonds will be expanded as appropriate, and the priority also will be given to fund, to fund those key projects, projects already under construction. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're seeing a, a lot of things happening, new projects happening. Uh, there's also some talk about efficiency uh, with, with uh, getting those projects approved. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Okay, the government will take an effort to improve the efficiency of government service. So the investment approval procedures will be streamlined, which means they will be quicker. To yeah. yeah. So we'll see, out you know, older projects that are backlogged come online and new ones approved more quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Why are we seeing a fall in projected SPB issuances? We know that uh, there's a decline related to COVID, but is there another underlying reason why uh, the central government is limiting the amount of SPB that can be uh, issued this year? Actually, the surging special purpose debt last year has pushed up the debt ratio of local government. So the central government has to worry about the mounting debts. On the other hand, in 2021, there will be a virus of uncertain factors such as the repeated epidemics, the global economy uncertainty, and the possible withdrawal of some proactive expansionary physical policy. All those will mean less funds available to China's local government, resulting in a tight physical balance. Okay. And to our listeners out there, uh, there's a great book that uh, talks about that give and take relationship uh, between uh, 
provincial and municipal government debt and central government reigning in. James Kinga's China Shakes the World actually identifies this trend uh, about 15 years ago. It's an ongoing theme in, uh, in Chinese fiscal and monetary policy uh, and something that, uh, though cause for concern, is not a new thing and certainly uh, is sort of a, a central facet of uh, governance in this country. Um, what will be the focus, the general focus of government invested in investment in 2021, and how will this relate to the recently adopted 14th five-year plan? This year, the central government will focus on improving people's living standards through the government investment, which is in line with the purpose of the 14th five-year plan. In 2021, a total, a total of 610 billion yuan will be earmarked for investment in the central government budget. And the priority will be given to the residential renovation and redevelopment projects. So there will be totally uh, 53,000 of old urban residential communities that be begin. So and the public service standard of country towns will be raised. Okay, so uh, there's a push to develop not just cities but uh, but uh, rural communities as well. Uh, do we have any idea what kind of infrastructure projects will be uh, invested in to improve people's lives? The government plans to focus on the infrastructure investment such as the transportation, uh, the uh, telecommunication such as the 5G. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's going to improve supply chains, local efficiency, e-commerce uh, straight across the country. Uh, what can we expect uh, in terms of iron ore and steel demand as a result of uh, fiscal policy in 2021? We believe that the fiscal policy in 2021 will support the strong demand in the steel market. The reasons are as, are as follows. Firstly, as I have mentioned before, lots of efforts will be made to rebuild old urban residential areas in 2021. Also, the government also plan to further increase the supply of affordable housing and shared ownership housing. All this will benefit the demands for building materials. Secondly, uh, as I have mentioned, the procedures for just approving the uh, infrastructure investment will be quicker this year. Last but not least, the government will report calls for a broad range of infrastructure projects and uh, we, we believe that the physical policy in 2021 will support the continued strong steel demand this year. Okay, very good. Thank you for uh, joining us today, Hannah, and thank you all for listening in. This has been the My Steel Commodity Podcast. Take care.